Hey friends, welcome to Naked in Truth, the podcast that's designed to open up your mind, to help you break down walls and barriers in your life that you might not even know exist yet. But don't worry, every wall that we break down together on this podcast allows you the opportunity to level up and create your impact. With that being said, I think it's time for us to get honest, vulnerable, and naked in truth. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Naked and Truth podcast. It is me, Sari D, and I am not alone today, guys. I am so excited because we have a really special athlete that is with us today. Her name is Desiree Dice. She is a full-time Pilates instructor in Saskatoon. She is also a dance instructor on the side of that, and her... Her background is really quite incredible because she's not only just a wellness competitor, but she is also a strongman competitor. So Desiree, can you say hey to all the listeners? Hey, everyone. How's your day going so far? Oh, it's going pretty good. Just uh, in between uh, teaching all my Pilates classes for the day. So I'm excited to be able to chat with you and be able to talk of all things movement, fitness, bodybuilding, whatever we end up spilling out. I love it. And, you know, thank you so much for finding the time for me because you are very busy because on top of everything that you're doing right now, you were just very successful at your last show a couple of weekends ago. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Just at the um, SAS Classic um, in Regina. Uh, that was May 14th. And yeah, got first place in my wellness category. So for all of you who do not know, that now means that she is qualified for the pro show, which is taking place in roughly about 10 days in Toronto. So she is in prep again for that. So how's everything going for your prep right now? It's feeling really good. I am so excited and just, you know, regardless of calorie deficits and kind of grinding it through, that's kind of the push that I really like hitting into nationals because everyone going there is in the same place. So you have the feeling of knowing that these other athletes are, you know, working hard to try to get this pro card. And it just only lights a fire up my butt even more to to push every day. And so it doesn't feel like for me right now that I'm struggling, but I'm mean, like there's dips in the day, of course, that are going to natural <laughs> feel right? the struggle, right? Yeah. yeah, that's exactly it. If there if there's no pain, you're not gaining, right? Exactly. <laughs> so now I want to stick on your uh, competition side of things for now when it comes to bodybuilding, because this is not your first competition. Is that correct? That's correct. So yeah. you have competed in wellness prior to this, right? Exactly. I actually even started as a figure competitor, actually. No way. So when did your yeah. competition days really actually start for you? Um, so my first attempt... Uh, was 2017 I was ready to get ready for uh, literally a week out okay. I uh, got a staph infection no <laughs> a week out yeah so what happened was I was at the gym doing my cardio okay I like I don't recall anything hurting that day and I remember right after I went to go teach my classes at my Pilates studio and as the morning went on I felt like this like 
weird knee pinchy feeling. And I was like, I don't know what's going on with that. And so, you know, got home and then, you know, I was just kind of resting up. I was like, well, maybe I hurt myself, but I didn't feel like it did. I was like icing it and everything. And it looked red. And I was just like, this is kind of weird. I was like, Oh, I guess I'll have to put my leg up. And like, I couldn't bend my knee for the longest of time. And so I just was like, okay, maybe it's just like a weird injury. And uh, I literally waited like two or three days before yeah. going to the hospital. Like we do, right? <laughs> like we do. Cause I was like, cause like, I mean, I've never had a staph infection before. So I was like, I have no idea what this thing is. So it's just like, so I go to the emergency or whatever. And I was like, okay, so there's something wrong with my knee. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. They're like, they poke like a giant needle to make sure there's uh. no fluid in my knee joint with no painkillers. I was like, okay. <laughs> not expecting this one. No, not at all. And so then they gave me IVs or whatever. And they're like, yeah, there's a staph infection or something, or they called it cellulitis as well. So, um, so ever, I had to go back every day to get an IV. And so I built up enough bacteria that that wasn't enough for daily. So like Shit. the third day I had to be hospitalized for eight days. No. And how far out are you at this point? I was a week out. No. Yeah. (laughs) So like the stress on you overall at that point was just like, you had no other choice, but to let that go. Hey. Yeah. Like I'm sure the immune system was probably like, you know, it's shot, right. Cause you're, you got low calories, you got lots of cardio, you're doing training. So like your body's not ready to recover as fast as you'd want it to. And so, yeah. yeah, So I was hospitalized for eight days after that. And then it took about five weeks or so to be able to come back to work um, just because I couldn't load them on my leg and, you know, you're on painkillers. And so your, my leg would have built up a lot of fluid retention. So it was just like, but but you didn't lose your leg and that's what matters that's right yeah exactly (laughs) I lived I lived out of it it was great (laughs) and so so you were like hey maybe I will take another shot at competing again (laughs) yeah exactly so 2018 was my redemption year uh (laughs) doing the figure category so I did uh how many I think there was like three no two regional shows and then a provincial show so at the time it was um CBBF, I believe. And so it was um, regulations in this PA currently. So that you had to do a regional and provincials before you would go to a national level. Okay. Or to some degree. So yeah, I got second place in my categories um, for my two regional shows. And then I went to provincials and got fourth, I believe. Wow. Good for you. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. And, And then I took a, an off season and worked to improve my body. And along that way, um, I heard about this wellness category that was coming to the IFBB and then it was totally. going to come through Canada. And I was like, you know, I was looking at, you know, what is this criteria about or what, what is the body shape and what is it your physique needs to look like? And it yeah. felt like for my body, I was just like, my body is shaped and more adapted to that than I felt like the figure category figure, was. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll just jump on over. And, uh, so, uh, fall of 2020 was my yeah. first, um, wellness show which okay. again through the pandemic of course was really fun to be able to prep for that in your house while you have all your weights and different bands and things like that so of course yeah beautiful okay so now I want to know like what do you think has been a changing factor throughout each prep for you because obviously for the most part you've been through three really big years for yourself right mm. and so what do you feel like has changed year over year and now bringing you to where you are you're about to hit a national stage again like what do you think has really grown you into the athlete that you are now um 
I find the little details that sometimes you, when you start, you, you kind of brush off the side. So one detail, I think posing is Mm -hmm. the most critical part. Like I, I felt that, you know, I didn't need a posing coach because it's like, well, I'm a dance instructor. I'm a Pilates instructor. I have, I got the moves. I've got the moves. I know how to twist. I know how to do all those things. Much more natural than most people would be coming into it. Right. Yeah. And you still need one because, I mean, like you're subjective to your own body, first of all, and mm-hmm. you can't see looking backward on like, you know, what you're doing back there or up there or whatever. And it's just if you have someone else to watch you, they can tell you if you're twisting enough or too much or, you know, if you need to change your angles a little bit to fit suiting to the criteria of your posing that you need to do. I found that was probably a really big one. Yep. That um, extra eye to detail for sure. Yeah. Um, I found... And again, everyone goes into preps differently. I find just finding a meal plan versus macro tracking. I find it just takes so much less decision making on mm-hmm. what foods to eat. And it's and it's not like you, you know, maybe a coach makes you a food plan and maybe you don't like it, but maybe you can adapt it to foods that you like and then just like stick to it the whole time because yeah your brain will thank you because you're thinking of so many things every day. And if you're, I mean, we all know that your, your brain burns calories, whatever, things like that. But like when you get to like the nitty gritty parts at the end, like you don't want to think about what you're eating. It's just like have it prepped, ready to go in the fridge, put it in your mouth, get going for whatever you need to go for your day. Because again, as I'm a busy moving person, it's like, I can't take that much time to, think about, you know, okay, I want to put this in my body and things like that. So I find that it's just easier just to stick with a meal plan, whether your coach or not made it, and then make sure it fits well for your body. Because again, you might like certain foods, but your body may not respond well to it if it's got a little sensitivity to it that you want to be a little bit more mindful of that too. Well, and you know what? Sensitivities and also cravings, right? A lot of people don't realize that you crave what you eat a lot of the time Mm -hmm. and being able to stick to something consistently can help minimize a lot of those, you know, sugar cravings that you're trying to stay away from and different things like that, those fatty food cravings. Now, uh, the other thing that I just wanted to add in with that is that, yeah, like the simplicity of it, because I think a lot of people don't realize how big of a beast prep is in and of itself for the duties that you need to fulfill throughout the day. And you look at somebody like Desiree and she's, she's pushing herself in the sense of, you know, she's got multiple jobs that she's working. She's, she's giving her energy to her clients firsthand in person. She's using her body throughout her day. And that's the next thing that I just want to touch on is, is being such an athletic person outside of prep in and of yourself. Like what are some of the challenges that you've run into um, when it comes to, you know, trying to increase cardio and making sure that you are getting the calorie burn that you need? Are you finding that you're having to step away from um, sticking, like stepping away from using cardio and steps as manipulation and more so leaning on reduction of calories for that? Or what does that look like for you? (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely more so um, for my preps is definitely a lot more focusing on the calorie deficit of food versus getting the deficit from cardio because I do move so much. Cause again, we all adapt to what your environment is. So like mm-hmm. someone that's an office desk worker, right They're they're sitting eight hours a day and then their cardio is their, you know, that's their particular movement. Right. So for me, me teaching Pilates is not my cardio. That's my work. Mm-hmm. And that's what my body's used to doing all the time. Yeah. So that's a bit, it's in a stressful position in a healthy way. 
Yeah. But when I add too much cardio, if that is where I needed to get my deficits from, that's when my body's going to get a lot more strained. And then there's a lot more things that you have to consider, like, you know, your joint health and then mm-hmm. prioritizing more sleep because you're, you're moving way more or that um, recovering. And so like, um, I find that when my body gets a little stressed out because of that staph infection, at least I believe <laughs> uh, that my body can retain water quite easily if it's feeling very, um, inflamed or you know the recovery of my body from weight training is not picking up the way that it should so Mm -hmm. um yeah for some people they prefer to have more calories and they'll just you know grind through cardio and for me that's me right yeah (laughs) yeah i'll be like give me all the calories so then i'll just go on the steps all the time for you it's okay (laughs) (laughs) right and it's like yeah i I would love to have more food but you know what right now it's like my my movement is, is, it needs to be a priority that it doesn't need to be that, that high for me. So, yeah. and that's okay. And you know, you just have to tit for tat. You got to pick one or the other. And you really do. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is you got to pick on what's going to work best for the person, because it's not like she can go quit her job or just like choose to just like sit in the corner while everybody else is doing the work, right? Like she's got to lead firsthand in the way that she's instructing her clients. And um, it's just something that I very much admire is when people do take on prep and they are already such um, moving beings throughout the day with their jobs. So like, seriously, girl, mad props to you. Because um, the other part is too, is a lot of people don't realize that Um, Like if somebody came in and started Desiree's job, they would, uh, that would be a new energy burn for them. So they would start making changes on their body and then their body would adapt just like, you know, some of us have gone and gotten serving jobs and you're on your feet all the time. And, you know, all of a sudden you start to notice that you lost like maybe five pounds, but then it just kind of stays there. You know what I mean? And it's because your body ends up adapting. So that's, that's what she was explaining there. And I think it's just really cool um, that our body will always let us know the answer if we're willing to listen to it. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So touching on your strong man competition, can you fill us in on what you've been getting up to there? You're doing cool things all the time. I see your videos, you're lifting weird, heavy shit, and I'm loving every bit of it. So let (laughs) us know, what are you up to? Yeah. So, um, kind of dabbling into the strong man slash strong woman kind of stuff. Um, it was, more so my boyfriend, Tyler, he's been really dabbling into it. And so last summer he started going to um, a local gym here in the city that is focused on strongman. So the barbarian strength gym. And first of all, the name of that place, I'm like, that's so awesome. Yeah. So cool. (laughs) And so, so cool. So I'm like, yeah, we got him a a membership for him to be there. And so there was a, um, a summer, no, actually it was the same weekend as my national show that was in September. So I couldn't actually watch his first show or whatever, but he was really like just seeing his eyes light up of like just exciting different things in fitness that he right. has always wanted to dabble into, but never did. And so um, seeing his spark was really exciting when um, there was a rookie show coming up in February. And I heard about it back in, I think, November, December of this past year. And I was like, you know what, that might be fun because I'm going to probably still be in my um, improvement season. I'll probably still have lots of calories to eat. And so I won't feel drained to try to train for some of that. So you you end up finding about like the events that are in that um, event, like, so within the strong man or woman competitions that you end up doing about maybe five or six events and 
um, you learn about which ones those are maybe about a month or a month and a half out from then. So wow. you don't really train for the specific things no. until you hear out of the event, you know, which, which things are you going to do. Wow. And so, yeah, so it's really cool. And uh, yeah, what a fun challenge. Yeah. So it's just really neat to see, um, diff- and there's different weight categories for women because there's different, obviously, um, different than, than uh, women's bodybuilding where we're not being weighed, but this one yeah. you are because we all got our different sizes. And so you're going to be lifting different weights. That makes perfect sense to make it fair for how they're scoring. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so this was, uh, they called it the rookie rumble and Jackie, uh-huh. Jackie O from the city here had put it on and, um, it was a great turnout. Like, I don't know how many people would have gone otherwise, but I, there was a good chunk of men and male and female being there um and in my weight category i got second place out of it too so i was just really excited for that congratulations you are just like you are the woman i tell you this this (laughs) this woman is the woman (laughs) i love that so like okay so now you also competed in something else just on the same weekend right as as your past regional wellness competition so you had that on the saturday and yes. then you woke up the next day after this amazing win to go kick more ass. And can you tell us what you did then? Exactly. Yeah. So that was the, um, there was a grip strength competition in Regina. So the metal um, gym there was posting one. It was a national level strength competition. And so, yeah, I got first place in that. There was five <laughs> events um, that were strength uh, based on the grip. So there's just um, the, there's three of them that no four of them that had this the the kettle bar and then there's different handles that we had to use and so the goal is to get your your pr um or uh your best and then hopefully that you were the best out of your weight category and wow. uh, yeah so that was really exciting and okay so now does that actually cross over with strongman or is that something of a separate entity of itself i genuinely hadn't seen anything like it until i saw you posting it and i was yeah. like that is pretty freaking cool you know what? i think it's under strongman corporation i think they they registered it under that but okay. i think group strength is also i think it's got its own slight different category in terms of like different strength sports out there but yeah, I'm also kind of under the assumption that it is a, a technically a strongman event. Okay. Um, but yeah. Well, you know what? Like, cheers to you and your success. You're obviously doing a great job of understanding the sport, really getting your feet wet to be able to pull out these these wins that you are. And so I want to know next, what do you feel like is the biggest difference between training for something like strongman and training for uh, like a wellness competition in bodybuilding, because, you know, they are both very, very difficult to do. Um, There's a lot of similarities and I kind of want to hear what the similarities and the differences are and and how you think that you're able to do both at the same time, because that's really badass too, where a lot of people wouldn't even consider doing a different type of competition at the same time, especially strength. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's definitely got similarities and differences. Um, I would say similar that, hmm, you know what, maybe we'll go with comparisons, differences. <laughs> start with uh, the differences. I'm going to start with differences. Uh, <laughs> I find that with uh, bodybuilding, like hypertrophy wise, cause you're trying to build muscle. Right. So, I mean, like, sure. You can have 
hype like you can look big in muscles but you may not necessarily be strong in those so mm. um so some people train the way the way they try and hypertrophy right you might be someone that you can do a bunch of reps but then you know you need the power from someone like a strong man right when you know there's a an exercise or a, an event that maybe you have to pump out like I don't know, you have one minute to be able to pull a certain amount of weight on a deadlift, right? Yeah. So you have a time restriction to have to fit as many as possible. Whereas someone, if someone had the same amount of weight as a bodybuilder and someone told you to do, you know, whatever you wanted in a minute, someone would probably go really slow and really controlled and move and not, you know, worry about time, um, where they can focus on their contracting their muscles really strong. And, and so the, the strong man, I mean, sure you need form, but their, their goal is to make sure that they're getting as many as possible. So they get first place. Yeah. So, you know, the, you know, the physique wise of bodybuilding, right. Your, your end result is not what's happening in the gym, but what you put on stage versus when you're trying to practice all these events for a strong man, right. You have to be able to execute the, the weight or the movement or the exercise within a given time. And you're trying to be your best, although you don't know what everyone else's best is going to be that day. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's interesting because with those five events for strongman, for example, so like an event could take, it could be like five or six hours long, depending on how many people show up. So kind of like, um, like a powerlifting competition where, you know, everyone's got to go through the same event with, males and females weight categories and then you go to the next event you do all those so there's a lot of downtime in between where your body can cool down your your energy kind of drops off and then you have to find more so you're you're fueling yourself a little differently as a strong man versus a power or a bodybuilder you uh i mean it'll be fun to be able to eat the way that a a power or a strong man (laughs) gets to eat versus a bodybuilder totally such a two different worlds there that's for sure totally different worlds in terms of the eating aspects yeah. of- <laughs> and like so when it comes okay so there's two things that i want to note here so it seems like strongman is really a crossover between bodybuilding crossfit and powerlifting hey like it really is almost like a mix of the three together um so when it comes to the weigh-in in and of itself are you trying to meet a weight class and is there stress put on that weigh-in or is it kind of more relaxed and it's not as stressful as like a fighter's weigh-in where you need to meet that class? Like, what does that look like for weigh-in? You know, I think it depends on the, um, the level of expertise you're in. I think that as you're getting, you know, more years into it, you're probably more, I would say, stressed up about your weigh-in because yeah. I'm sure that you're probably being real strategic with what weights you're, you're picking up and stuff. Yeah. Um, I guess if you're close, you know, you're, if you're close in between uh, two weights, I guess you're, you know, whatever one that you're working towards, I mean, you're, you're probably going to either have to, you know, try to add more weight or take, you know, take away less. So for me, um, I was on the cusp of almost being over the, I was the lightweight in the, in the rookie rumble one in the February there. So I just had to make sure that that morning I was just under, I think under 160 pounds or something like that. And that was no problem in that regard. So I wasn't too stressed out about um, that. But again, for me, I was just like, whatever, if I end up having to be over on the other side, whatever, I'll just do those weights of whatever that event was. And, and do you happen to know if there's like a lot of, a lot of stress. 
do you happen to know if there's a lot of stress on, on people that are weighing in, in the sense of, you know, like, I know that that's something that can be really damaging to, especially like female fighters that I've spoken with, you know, Mm -hmm. their relationship with the scale and losing weight, how quickly they are expected to lose weight. That type of thing really gets colluded sometimes when they've dropped that fighting aspect. And now they're trying to look after their lifestyle health. And so it's, that's one thing that I'm wondering if you're noticing it all through like your experiencing and your experience in strongman with that weigh in, or is it almost like a different mentality? where it's like you want to weigh heavier like you want to be that bigger class because it's really interesting the differences between the two you know yeah I actually find just that I find that it's actually more um they look forward to not having to worry about their weight like I found that the the women that were the heavyweight um uh weight categories they just jumped on they didn't give a shit or anything if they were you know because they're like there's no way I'm going to be under that weight and so they're like hell yeah like I'm a I'm a big ass woman that can pick up this shit over my head and it's so awesome to see that because it's just so encouraging of like fitness doesn't have to be these skinny people you can be fit and have body fat on you and be able to push a log over your mm-hmm. head and that's pretty badass. And it was so encouraging to see that event at the Rookie Rumble and how much cheering there was for the heavyweight women and those that were lots of, or not experienced because it was a rookie thing. So, you know, people that had never even done it before. Like some people came into the event not knowing any of the exercises and they just went for it and tried it, like flipping a tire and then pulling rope. It was really quite um, inspiring to see that, um, ins- or just that motivation or just being inspired by those people just going for it. And it was just really eye-opening to see that from a lot of females. I I think that that's so cool because, you know, I think that the strong man really allows the message of strength. And I think that, you know, bodybuilding can create a lot of really bad body obsessions. And a lot of females are focused on their scale weight for the stage or everybody's talking about their body fat percentage. And it's just like, nobody's talking about your body fat percentage when it comes to judging, you know what I mean? And it's, it's these, these serious extremes that I think that a lot of people can get lost in not, not realizing that there can still be a health aspect to bodybuilding. Right. And so I think that it's really admirable that you can be in, in both sports that really are so drastically different in the message of what they are providing. And the fact that you can, you know, step off a stage on the wellness side of things and take that win, but then also go the next day and being at such a a low and such a deficit. And, you know, like you, like (laughs) you literally just took that win and then you go into a strength competition the next day. Like most people are so dehydrated. Most people are so, um, you know, they're fatigued. Their CNS is just through the roof and they're, they're really not functioning well. And I think that that just goes to show um, how healthy you really approached it. And I think that it really does truly scream like the, the, the real meaning of health. So I think that you should be really proud of yourself for that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I really, I do really prioritize on making sure that health is always there. And then, I mean, like, of course, nearing the end of bodybuilding competitions, usually it's not as healthy, but I mean, again, this is it, it, the tense, the word extreme sports, right? That's why, you know, not everyone does it, right? Because exactly you, you get to this point. And that's why it's still inspiring for those that are lifestyle clients that are still trying to drop weight similar to like bodybuilders, but they don't have to go to that extreme. And there's no need for those people to go there. But of course, yeah. hopefully that they know that 
they don't, they shouldn't expect themselves to ever look like what someone's going to look like on stage because that is only for one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not going to last no. <laughs> any longer than that. But I think that there's a lot of different approaches that everybody likes to take and some are more sustainable than others. And I think that it is really almost shocking on the fact that you could still have that much strength the following day after taking a win like that. So like I said, like that's, that's something to be proud of for sure. And we're so excited to see you hit the stage in the coming weeks. Like it's like, Oh, it's inching forward so quickly. So I want to know if you're going to leave somebody with a last piece of advice um, for them starting their health and fitness journey, um, hearing your story, what would you give them? I would say that you need to do it for you and not for anybody else to get a gratification of like a, Oh my God, look at her. She's so, you know, this and that and make sure it's, it's what you want in your life and it's if your 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 life is ready for that right so if you're dealing with financial issues or you're in a relationship that's a little rough or or you know there's things that are just not clicking yet like when you want to go into something and maybe that is a, and for some people maybe it is that you know you broke up with a boyfriend and maybe this is driving you because it gives you focus um but make sure it's a healthy approach to wanting to prep you're not prepping because you feel fat and mm-hmm. this is going to help you help get you your with your body, body issues yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's not it will make it feel worse i am sure i mean i haven't personally and it was one of those things that bodybuilding was or is or was a, a bucket list of mine in my early 20s when i was going up with my i got a degree in, in exercise science for my um uh, as i got out of high school and I remember at that time I saw like a fitness magazine. I think it was Dana Lynn Billy. She's one of my favorite bodybuilders of all time. I'm like, oh, or physique bodybuilders. And, uh, and I was like, man, I want to look like that one day. And I was just like, or like try to do that. And I was just like, at that time, my, 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 my self body image, it was, I knew that it was like, I would hate food. I would not yeah. like moving. I my would life probably, would suck, right? my life would suck. And I was just like, I'm not ready for that yet. And yeah. I knew that at that time, I was like, when my, when I have more, um, ability to love me for me and not mm-hmm. have body image issues or any of that sort, I will do it. And I think that was the perfect timing when I decided to try for that 2017 one, but, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, it was, yeah, it was good timing just to, jump in when I did. And yeah. I wouldn't regret any of the, the other times if I wanted to start earlier in my early twenties, it would have been, yeah, it would have probably messed me up right now. So, well, and that's the thing is that you, you carried through the right mindset, obviously, no matter what hit you in 2017 for you to still continue after everything that you were faced. And like, look, you've just come out win after win, after win, after win. So you're obviously doing something right with your mindset because it really does take um, a champion from the inside out uh, to be one, right? It's it's not just about the physique on the outside. And I firmly believe that. So um, if people are looking to train with you in person and they want to, you know, hit up a Pilates or a dance class, or um, maybe they just want to follow along with your journey, where is the best place for people to get a hold of you? 
Yeah. So I'm on Instagram under Desiree Dice. Um, Just no uh, hyphens or anything like that. Facebook Dice Desiree. I, I, my, my Facebook last year got hacked. So I had to switch and get a new profile. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I do have a link tree attached to both of those that you can even access. I actually just made up a website the other day, just kind of, if you're looking just to do more online um, coaching with mobility stuff, Pilates things, if you can't come to lead Pilates studio to work with me personally, um, as I know that. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure I can reach out to those, whether you're a 70 year old grandma to someone that's a strong man, that's trying to work better on their hip mobility to someone that, uh, that's just a regular person that's just trying to get their shoes to, to get tied up without hurting their hip flexors, like yeah. whatever fitness of movement that you're trying to get better at. I am more than happy to help that person out. Well, that is amazing. We can't thank you so much enough for your time. I'm going to tag uh, your Instagram and the website in the show notes so everybody can go and check you out. Um, You're going to have to keep us updated on this journey because we are cheering you on, girl. And I know we'll probably connect again in the future for a podcast. We got lots of... uh, the same, the same, we have a lot of the same mindset when it comes to, uh, fitness and health. And we're obviously both bodybuilders. So I'm sure that we'll come back with some good topics for you guys. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and you know that I will catch you next fucking Monday. And that's another honest episode dropped. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Naked in Truth, where we come together every Monday morning to set the week off with intention. Don't forget to head over to our Instagram page at Naked and Truth Podcast to stay up to date on future episodes, guest speakers, and other kick-ass info that can help you continue to create your impact. And you know that reviews are so valuable when it comes to building a community of like-minded people. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please, please, please drop some love on Apple Podcast Reviews and share this episode with someone who you think needs it. Thank you guys so much again for tuning into today's episode. I'll catch you next Monday. And don't forget, love always wins.